dine with us this morning. Come and drink with us this morning. We want no other fellowship but fellowship with the Father, Son, and Spirit. We want no other fellowship but fellowship with the family that is in heaven. We want no other fellowship but fellowship with the family that is on the earth, Lord. For we are a people set apart to herald your glory. Oh, that we would know more and more. Oh, that our senses would be alive, God. Scripture says, don't let your senses be dulled. Don't let your senses be dulled. Don't let your senses be dulled. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. I hear the Lord say, I have fire. I have fire in my hands. Don't let us, 
Lord. Raise us up, Lord. Build us up, Lord. <laughs> Even the sheep that wanders, you know what to do with those ones too. You know what to do with each and every one of us. You know what to do. <laughs> you are a good teacher. You are a good teacher. You are a good shepherd. <laughs> you are a good shepherd. We don't have to tell you how to raise us. We don't have to tell you what to do. You know what to do. You know what to say. You know what to give. You know what to withhold. You know, you know, you know, you know. Immortal, the only wise God. <laughs> you know what to do, sin and they'll be free to serve God 
just imagine a people free to serve God. Free. Free, just free. No limitations. There's freedom, just freedom to serve God. I feel like I'm a um, I feel like I'm a perfect example of a woman that loves the Lord. <laughs> from the royal line of his servant David just as he prophet promised through his holy prophets long ago now we will be saved from our enemies and from all that hate us he's been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant hope we know we have a covenant with God the covenant of peace and mercy with Abraham is our covenant we have a covenant that we would always have access to God's peace and God's mercy by remembering his sacred covenant which he saw with an oath to our father Abraham he says now we have been rescued from our enemies so that we can now serve God without fear in holiness and in righteousness as long as we live that means there was there was a, let's say a, a work that, wants, that wanted to keep the people of Israel bound so that they will not be able to serve God. It's not a matter of do I love God. Every, like, <laughs> I think it's Pastor Emmanuel that always says, don't ask yourself if you love God. You love God. The, the issue is, can I, can I do all that that love wants to do? Um, um, Paul says, I think in Thessalonians 1, 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 4 it says that I don't want to tell you how to serve God do everything your faith prompts you to do everything your faith prompts you to do just do it you know and it says that this work when, when this son is done doing this everyone that has wanted to serve God can now serve God hallelujah I'm one of them I'm one of them seeking that kind of redemption Redemption from hindrances. Hallelujah. I don't know. I'm, I'm spoiling the song, right? But let me just sing it again. Freedom, freedom reigns in this place. You don't know it. Okay, it's... 
There's a missing line. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God is, there is freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just receive freedom, 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 freedom. No more hindrances. We were in the video yesterday. And Mama said, oh, ask God for one thing that you want. I'm just like, it's plenty. <laughs> but they said one thing. <laughs> so I just wrote one word. I wrote unhindered. 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 No offense. Like, like, just no disturbance. Just leave me. Leave me. Leave me. I want to love God. Leave me. Unhindered. Unhindered. I'm going to be unhindered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Before I hand over to Mama, I want to sing one song. Because the song makes me happy all the time. Catch 
qualified to come down with angels the way it was spoken hallelujah but who am I to doubt the Lord praise God who am I to qualify praise God he knows he knows what to do hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus so I just want you to know those online this is not church there's no typed program this is a convocation this is a holy convocation. This is a meeting with the Lord. Hallelujah. And there's no preacher here. Glory to God. The only preacher we have here is the Lord Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. And in this house there is liberty. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're going to allow the Lord to touch his people. We're going to allow the Lord to touch us, to heal us, to strengthen us, to make us. That's why we come to his presence. Glory to God to be made, to be built up, to be strengthened, to be fed. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. This is the house of God. There is life in this place. There is joy in this place. There is power in this place. There is glory in this place. Because this is the house of God. Father, we thank you. Masaketani of your people, the coming together of your people. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the spirit of liberty. Thank you for the spirit of grace. Thank you for the spirit of truth. Thank you for your power and your glory. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for setting us free here today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for moving us forward. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for strengthening us. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Talk by please come. Just two things I want you to do as you're led, stirred up by the Spirit. Hallelujah. To lead us in worship, to pray for Nigeria, to declare prophetically over Nigeria. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Is there a mic there? Please, can you give her? Okay, she has a mic. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
Please, I just want you to greet your brethren, your sisters. Praise the Lord. Just greet one another. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, kiss one another with a holy kiss. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome, welcome. We love you, those online. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us this morning. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Hallelujah. You're welcome. Thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. sacrifices upon this altar and our heart desires just to see you pleased just to see that you are pleased Lord Jesus we want to impress you Lord Jesus we want to impress you all the days of our lives we want to impress you Lord Jesus we want you to be pleased with us we are the altars that you have set the sacrifices Jesus we love you can you love the Lord this morning express your love to you we love you Jesus
we are overwhelmed in our heart. We want to sing the songs that express that overwhelming feeling. But it's oftentimes profitable to shift our gaze off that overwhelming situation and worship the Lord. Take your pain to the altar. Pour it on the table. Pour it on the altar because you are the altar, you are the sacrifice. There are many songs I will sing that will weep up my emotions, but I want to have, I want to focus on the, on the goodness of God. It's been overwhelming lately, but the Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Can someone say the Lord is good? The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus.
will continue worshiping, but I want us to pray for Nigeria. So we'll be inter, or we'll be overlapping it. You see, the commandment that the Lord gave to us is that we should overcome evil with good. It's not just characterly, it's also in the atmosphere, the environment, in our family. Bad things that are happening should be overcome with good. And we want to be good people. Before we pray for Nigeria, I want us to pray that God will make us good people. You know, to be good, it's not just to pat somebody on the back. The Bible says that our God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power. He went about doing good. That's how to be good. To deliver the oppressed is good. To bring healing is good. To bring us presence is good. To turn darkness and bring light is goodness. We want to be good people. People that are good. Because the Lord is with us. So when in our families, in our communities, we can establish the goodness of God. Can we pray? Nigeria lacks good people. That's why Nigeria is like that. But if we are good, the nation can shift. The nation can shift. Make me good. I want to be good. Make us good people. Filled with power. Filled with power. Power to bring change. Power to bring deliverance. Power to bring healing. Make us good people, good citizens. Overturn us of circumstances. generation that overcome evil with good by helping prophecy he said that Nigeria and Nigerians will be known for corruption all over the world Nigeria will stink of corruption but a time will come and the tide will change we are the generation that will change that tide we are the tide changers I want us to pray prayer of responsibility the Lord does nothing unless he partners with, partner with human on the earth so we are the generation that will change that time the tide changes make us make us tide changes the builders of the waste places the desolations in Nigeria 
desolations of many generations. Iroko paratekia, mainununununoroko patia, maboko sibroko de brigadier of the club. The tide will change, 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 the tide will change. They are going to party, Miko party, Moko. The tide will change, the tide will change. The Yeah. 
It's very important that you're a woman. Uh, I think it was in June, July, or so I had. Um, the Lord told me that there was a storm that is coming to Nigeria. It's going to land in your. He said it's going to land at the shore of your nation in October. He said, but you can restrain it in prayer. He said, when it lands, the government will not have solution to the problem. And then I saw. I, I had dreams, and then I had vision. I had visions with, and I dreamt from the experience where the Lord was explaining what he showed me. 
the vision and then I saw a flood of water with a pointing finger, pointing at the church, like accusing the church. And the Lord told me that's the finger of the false prophet. And he called that false prophet Islam. It's accusing the churches in Nigeria. And the Lord said that you should pray. Then he said, release the storms of the Holy Spirit. And I began to pray that day. It gave me strength to pray. And when I was done with prayer, I slept. And in my dream, I saw these apocalyptic horses. The, the horses we saw in Revelations, the four horses, I saw them in the sky. They were coming and people were running it as it. I was running too. You know, when a child of God does not know what the Lord is doing, the child of God will run with the worldly people. And that's why the Lord is establishing us so that when we see the world crumbling, we will lift up our eyes to the Lord and rejoice that our salvation is coming closer. You know, we will not be crying like, we will not be running. I was literally running. I was even running more than them because I was seeing the horses. They were running towards where the danger was coming, but I was avoiding the places of the danger. But yes, the prayer I want us to pray. We are already in October, and I think I've, heard, I've, I've read some prophecies online too. With regards to, it's not just Nigeria. The enemy is furious. Like, I don't know. I don't know whether they gave him the injection of extra fury, but he's furious right now all over the world. And every nation has their customized fury that he's bringing. The one of Nigeria is, is going to take advantage of what is already bad and then escalate it. But we are women. The Bible, the Lord has given us a betting power. That we can ask the hand of the Lord to stay it. Because we are the generation that will change the tide. According to the prophecy of quiet, the tide is going to change. The tide, I want us to pray for the nation. I want us to pray that the hand of the accuser be stayed. That we bring the speakings of the blood of Jesus over the land. We bring the speakings of the blood of Jesus over the land. We bring the speaking, the voice of the blood of Jesus over the land that the hand of the accuser will be stayed. Can we pray? We bring the speakings of the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Nigeria. We plead the blood of Nigeria. Every tongue that rises up against us, we answer you by the blood. We answer you by the voice of the blood of Jesus. We say no more bloodshed. We say that evil will not overcome the land. The chains that we cry for, we shall see. We shall see that which our souls travel for. We pray, we plead the blood, we plead the blood. My Rebogo Bogadier Megadabola, Nebogadabagadabagadier Magadabana, Mabagadabagadabagadier Magadabana, Mabagadabagadier Magadabagadier Magadabana, Rapago Bagadabagadabagadabagadabana, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
I'm so sorry for cutting short that prayer. Anytime accusation rises up against you, it's because you are approaching your destiny. There's, there's a definite prosperity in God that you're about to step into. So the enemy rises accusers to be telling the Lord why you don't deserve it. The same thing is for this nation because we are approaching that point of the change, the change that the Lord has promised us. Then these false prophets rise up to say that no, they don't deserve it. They cannot have it. Can we pray that we bring nothing but the blood of Jesus? The blood of Jesus speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Jesus speaketh better things over this land. Our destinies will not be shortchanged as a nation. Nigeria is a ship nation. Nigeria is a nation of God's glory in the end times. Nigeria is an apostolic nation from which the Lord will send men and women to bring forth the righteousness of God to other nations. According to the prophecy, many nations will come and say, come and teach us the ways of the Lord. We ask that the hand of the accuser be stayed. We call Sipa Diakopa. We call Siapokoti at the Bana. Memrogotabagadiramagadiramanabakaya. Sata ikesota. Mepopote kitaya. Ekisata itayataya. Sikata ikatayataya. Tato sita tearabakasata. Tayarabaka. specific that's what the enemy wants to do is to stir up crisis that will result to bloodshed that will look appear to look like a war that will because of that the election will be resisted or cancelled because they are seeing what is happening it is just the beginning of what is happening now, I believe that the movement that is going on right now started, um, I don't want to be political, but unfortunately, we are, we are in it, whether we like it or not, right? Praise God. But we rule from another realm, and we speak from another realm. I believe what is happening started, was stirred in the spirit when uh, Peter will be visited Paul Menche's church. I don't know how many people watched that. And there was a resounding applaud that couldn't stop. And there was a prophetic demonstration on that day. And they blew the shofar and blew out that applaud into the atmosphere. It was, if you have been watching, it was from that time that the movement came alive. And it's been gradually building momentum. This thing is not of man. It is not, and it has nothing to do with whether Peter will be is a Christian or not. I'm, I'm, you know, the issue is not whether he's a Christian or not. The issue is what God wants to do 
in our day, right now, what God wants to do. Praise the Lord. Now, there are enemies of God. I'm not even talking about enemies of human beings. I'm talking about enemies of God who look God in the face and say, God, you will not come here. We will not let you. But it is to those enemies of God that we speak to today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When, 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 when Israel went to Pharaoh to say, let my people go so that they can serve me in the wilderness, so that they can go and serve me in the wilderness, Pharaoh said, who is your God? Who is that your God that will let you go so that you can go and serve me? I want us to pray. Yesterday morning, or this morning, earlier this morning at the vigil while we were praying, um, um, as we began to pray, raise prayer, judgment, not prayer, we began to raise judgment against diviners, against those that have sacrificed human blood, for political power, we're asking God to asking God to stop them from moving forward. Praise God. Three of such entities came into this place by prophetic revelation. And two of them asked, who gave you the authority to stop us? Who gave you the authority to call for this? Hallelujah. Our sister, Reverend Juliet, in Benway State, way back, the Lord gave her instructions at one time to march around the government house for 40 days or for 7 days. I'm not sure which of the days. Now, on the second to the last day of that obedience, she was supposed to do it 5 a.m. every morning. A woman. A woman. Women, you are important. Hallelujah. You are the one carrying the womb. God knows why he gave you the womb. You birth naturally, you birth spiritually. Praise God. And she was doing that thing faithfully. On the second to the last day, three dwarfs appeared in front of her and challenged her and asked her, who gave you the right to do what you are doing? She said, the Lord Jesus Christ. And they disappeared. And she completed that assignment. Hallelujah. Today, I want us to know that you are here by the summoning of the Lord Jesus Christ as citizens of the kingdom of God as citizens of Zion, as children of the kingdom, to whom all power in heaven and on earth has been given to. So I want us to lift up a cry over this nation that every man, every woman, any man, any woman that have offered sacrifices to Satan, the only thing they do to get these things to happen is divination. They don't have any other power. It's divination. There is a God that rules in the heavens. And there's a God that rules on the earth. Hallelujah. I want us to summon them to judgment. I want us to summon those people to judgment. Those people that have sacrificed human blood. Sacrificed women. Sacrificed children. Sacrificed fathers, mothers. Because of political power. To shift the atmosphere. From what God wants to do. To something contrary. Today, we are in the presence of the God who is judge of all. And we summon them, Father. And we ask you, Father, to push them down. To stop them. To cut them off. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray.
Let them fail. Let them fall. Let them fail. And let them fall. Nigeria, oh Nigeria, 
Nigeria, oh Nigeria, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. He that rules over men must rule with the fear of God. He that rules over men must rule with the fear of God. He that rules over you must rule with the fear of God. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, therefore in the name of Jesus, we declare, we decree that the judgment of God is against every wickedness, every wicked man, men that shed blood, men that delight in the blood of the innocent, men that drink the blood of the innocent for power, men that desire the blood of the innocent to be shed for power. Hey! Oh, Nigeria, vomit them, reject them, cut them off. Rekapa, rebosa, shakata. Let their end be now. 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 In the name of Jesus, cut them off from their thrones. Cut them off from their thrones. Wherever they might be, let their end be now. Thank you, Father. They will not escape the sword of the Lord. They will not escape the sword of the Lord's judgment. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says there's no other sacrifice. There's no other sacrifice except that which has already been made. It's a sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. That sacrifice is enough. It's enough for this nation. We call for the blood. We call for the blood of Jesus. 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 The voice of the blood of Jesus. The speakings of the blood of Jesus. Over the north, over the south, over the east, over the west. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to pray again like this. That evil wind that would want to stop this election. Let the wind of God push it back. Hallelujah. We call the wind of God from the four winds of the earth. Now you will pray in tongues hard. Hello, Pastor, now you hear me? You pray in tongues hard. Pray from the depths of your being. Pray from your belly. Summon the wind of God to push them back. Push them back. Push them back. Let the wind of God resist them. Let the wind of God hinder them. In the name of Jesus. They will not be able to do what they have desired to do. It's not today they started planning. 
But the ancient of days have resisted them. Because of the cry of the righteous. you to know that these prayers are critical and it's not enough it's not enough altars should be raised daily everywhere this morning the Lord took me to the book of Exodus 
when the children of Israel just crossed over the Red Sea and the Amalekites came to smite them at Rephidim. Rephidim is a place of rest. Rephidim is a place of rest. They have just escaped the oppression of Pharaoh and they were joining into the promised land. They had not yet gotten into the promised land, so it's not the final rest of God. They were on their way. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Amalekites attacked them. And when Moses saw the battle, Moses said, I will go up to the mountain and I will sit at the peak of the mountain. Hallelujah. With my staff, my authority, I will go there. And the Bible said, as long as Moses' hands were lifted up, the children of Israel prevailed. But after a while, his hands would get weak. And then he would drop it. Amalek. So you understand why sometimes spiritual battle is funny, right? You make a move. It looks like you've won. You go to sleep not knowing that you should have continued to strike. Continue to strike until you see the victory. There are some issues that you continue. Hallelujah. Now Moses and, I mean Aaron and Hor had to hold up the hand of Moses for until they held up his hand until the Amalekites were completely smitten. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to pray and ask the Lord, raise horse, raise Aaron's, raise Moses's in the land in this season. I want us to ask the Lord, cause the church to have one voice. What has always given us losses, why we always lose, is that all the time the church is divided. The church has political interests, not kingdom interests. If your brother is in power, if your brother is, is going, you ask who you will support. No more. No more sentimental support. The church is not a church of politicians. We are not called to be party members. I'm telling you the truth. We are supposed to locate the men that God has chosen and will stand by them and push them forward. Irrespective of their political affiliations. Irrespective of their political powers. Hallelujah. And I believe that the wind of God is doing that right now. It's not a man that is doing it. But then I still hear some voices within the church that are talking other things. Somebody asked me, did God reveal so and so to you? I said, no. God did not reveal so and so to me. But when you see the finger of God, when you see the hand of God, you can see that it is obvious that this is not the hand of a man. This is the hand of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to pray. Pray for the church. Father, bring us to that place and give us one voice. You know, it was God that put the love of Saul in the hearts of the people. When the people were calling for a king, the church, we've been praying, fasting, crying. Someone having prayer meetings, night vigils, fastings. Asking for change is a cry of the church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Ask the Lord to put his love, the love of what is going on, upon the hearts of his people. We are the ones that can move this thing forward because they are coming against forces they know nothing about. The only force that can stop them is the hand of the Lord. The only people that can bring the hand of the Lord are 
the Christians, is the church. I want us to ask the Lord, give us one voice. Please pray. Father, give your children one voice. We are members of the same family, the same household. We are not divided. Give us one voice. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray. Cause the church to be united. Cause us to be united. Cause us to hear with one voice. Cause us to see with one eyes. In the name of Jesus, one set of eyes, one pair of eyes, same voice, same ears. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Sister Yami, please just come and take this prayer forward. Pray for the church. Ask the Lord. We want one voice. We want to speak with one voice. We want to speak with one sound in the name of Jesus. And then ask the Lord to raise Moses's, raise Aaron's, raise Hor's. Is it Hor? Aaron and Hor. That's right. Hallelujah. Let us begin to pray in the spirit. As we begin to pray, I want us to focus. I want us to focus that in the kingdom of God, it is one Lord, one spirit, one faith, one God. It's only one Jesus. And until all of us come as the body of Christ to come to have that understanding, that the reason why it is one Lord, one God, one faith is because of the propagation, the promotion, the purpose and the will of God on the earth. So I want us to begin to pray. And before we pray, I want us to begin to ask for God's mercy. I've been guilty. We don't see ourselves as one. We see ourselves as groups. Even in this place, if I call somebody's a uh, 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 pastor's name now, you may have a grudge. I want, so to, I want us to repent. Because I sat down there and that was what the Lord was saying. The little foxes. It's the little foxes that destroys the vine. So before we begin to pray about the church, let's start with ourselves. I want us to repent this morning. Where you have, I have, being the one that being the providing voice by what we have thought, what we have said, what we have conjured, whatever it is, let's ask God for mercy. Let's ask God for mercy because we all came from different denomination. That word denomination is a dividing word. Because in the word of God, it says it is one Lord. It is one church. It is one faith. It is one spirit. I want us to begin because that is the only way we can become one. I want us to repent this morning in the name of Jesus. That Lord, where I have been a, have been a voice to dividing the body of Christ. I ask for mercy this morning in the name of Jesus. It is a time for us to search ourselves. And I want you to make a commitment that from today... If somebody from another church speaks, we will, we will run with him. 
when the vice president was there, how many of us took time to pray for him? He's a Christian. But because he did not come from my own church, forgetting that the church is God's church, we don't have a church. We are a body. We are the body of Christ. And until we have that understanding and begin to walk in that understanding, we will continue to tie the hands of God. God is waiting for you and I. God is waiting for everyone here. God is waiting for his church. I want us to repent. And wherever you have come from, I want you to stand and repent on behalf of that community from which you have come today. And let us begin to pray. Because that is the only way. I sat down there. The Lord said, the little foxes, the little foxes, until we get that right, we are wasting time. Let us begin to ask. This is the time for us to pray. Let us pray. Because if it's prosperity prayer now, for money, we'll be shouting. This is the time for us to search ourselves and make a turn around. Make my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Masakaria baba ba shekeria baba. Masotelelebo sekeria baba ba. Rasikelebo shekeria baba ba. Father, this afternoon in the name of Jesus, we cry out as one voice, as one community, as one body who represents one Lord, one God, one spirit. We ask for mercy. We ask for forgiveness, oh God, for the part we have played in bringing division in your body. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father Lord, we ask, oh God, for the, for, for the confidential whispers, oh God, that has brought division. We ask for mercy. We ask for forgiveness, Father. In the name of Jesus. Because of wrong motive, oh God. Because of the, what we want to eat or we want to drink, oh God. We have turned our back from you. We have turned our back from the Lord. We have run with our stomachs. We ask for mercy this morning. We ask for forgiveness this morning. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, we be sufficient. The blood of Jesus, we cleanse us from all forms of unrighteousness, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we repent before you, oh God. We repent before you, oh God. We repent before you, oh God. We ask for mercy, Lord. We ask for mercy, Lord. On behalf of the body of Christ, we ask for mercy, Lord. Make a commitment this morning. Make a commitment this morning. Make a commitment to God that from today you would not be a party. 
You will not add a voice. You will not do anything that will bring division to the body of Christ. Make a commitment. Make a commitment. Make a commitment. If you cannot say something, shut your mouth. Pardon my, my expression. If you cannot say something positive, if you cannot change the narrative, shut your mouth. Move away. Don't, don't ask to eat. The enemy is wiser than we are. I want us to make a commitment to God this morning and say, Lord, from today, help me. Give me discernment that whatever, however the enemy will bring it, I will be smarter than him. Because I will listen to your voice. I will, I will see through the trickies of the enemy. And I will not be a party to it. I will not add to it. I will not fuel it. In the name of Jesus, make a commitment today. Father, I make a commitment before you today. I ask for help. I ask for help. I ask for help. The Lord, you will help me. You will help my sisters. Going forward, oh God, the enemy will not be able to use us to speak against your body. The enemy will not be able to use me to speak against what you are doing. In the name of Jesus, even when we do not understand it, Father, we will not add our voices. We will not be a voice of discord. We will not be a voice of division. In the name of Jesus, we will not be the voice of distraction. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, Tokwe, I just, Tokwe, Tokwe shared some things with me, and it's critical to this prayer point that we're taking right now. So, Tokwe, please, can you share? Um, um, and the same day, I think it was June 20th, that I had that dream where, where the Lord was saying that the storm was coming. I had a dream we were in a church. A very big cathedral. You know those cathedrals that have rooms. So I was in that room, and Jesus was in the room, and this there was this cloudy light, and it was to project the light into the congregation. The congregation were facing the pastor, so they were backing Jesus, and they weren't seeing him. And then when he was, as the light was about coming out, there were two men. They were elderly, maybe they were ushers. I don't know. So one of the men just closed the door. He saw Jesus. He saw the cloud. He just closed the door. And then he looked at Jesus and said, My Oga. And that was even how I realized it was Jesus. Because I thought it was an angel. I didn't know it was Jesus. The moment he said, My Oga, I just said, Oh, it's Jesus. And I woke up. And then there was another dream I had where the Lord, the, the Lord in that dream was saying that um, there was bewitchment in the, in the nation and to push people to vote for one person. And it was bewitch. It wasn't the it wasn't the choice of people. It was bewitchment. So while we're praying for our leaders in churches that we should have one voice, the Lord reminded me that dream, and then He said, "Some of your pastors have been bewitched. That's why they cannot. Just like you saw those elders shutting the door against Jesus, they cannot accept what Jesus wanted to show to the church. And it was after that experience, man, that the storms began." That people were running at the scatter because Jesus was not allowed to show the light he wanted to show. Hallelujah. You, you saw something? So sorry, bring the other microphone. Give to Sister Yemi. Yeah. 
So um, two Saturday, two Saturdays ago at the cave during our worship, worship session, so I saw something, and what I saw, I saw an ancient, I, I saw an ancient door, an ancient gate to a city that has never been opened in years. So I saw that gate; it was shaking, shaking, shaking. So dust, dust was coming out, cobwebs was coming out, and eventually it opened, and it opened. I could see warriors, like dark warriors, coming out with hey, and that was going on. And I saw like chariots from the sky as well. So I saw like two us with unicorn thing, and as those guys were coming from their own, those ones too were descending with chariots as well. Yeah, so I, I saw that. I'm like, okay, and that was going on the wind. I mean, Hallelujah. We are in a very um, talk by come, come. You're going to add your voice as a prophet to this prayer. It's, it, it has to be prophetic. Um, um, what the things that has plagued the church up till now is the strength of her leaders against the Lord. I don't know whether you heard what I'm saying. The leaders have so much strength, they have so much strength and power that they are able to shut the people away from the Lord through their teachings, through their doctrines, and through the manipulations of the gifts that God has given the leaders. They have used all of those things to push the Lord aside so that their own will, their own desire, their own um, motives will carry on. Because when a man of God truly allows the Lordship of Jesus in their congregation, the first thing that you will labor for is to labor for your people to be able to hear God for themselves. Your people must be able to hear. You must train them, labor, teach them, push them into the place of prayer. Push them to fast. Push them to spend time alone with God. And hear from God directly for themselves. But we have made leaders, we have made ourselves the people's God. So that is only what we say that they can do. And that is what has, is witchcraft. And because it's witchcraft, it has given authority to sorcery, to influence us. Otherwise, sorcery shouldn't influence a believer. Sorcery shouldn't influence your line of judgment. Sorcery shouldn't shut your eyes and you cannot discern truth. Praise God. So I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want you to specifically raise prayer against that work of divination that you saw that has, you know, cost for, you know, some of these prayers. I'm praying, I'm trusting God that men would repent. As the, answer, as the answer to these prayers because the judgments will be harsh we are at a critical time zone right now there's a new door that is open a new season, the newness is all over the place, really I said that yesterday at the vigil okay anybody who wants to resist what God will do, except God's people do not pray, but if God's people pray in alignment with what has been written concerning the days that we live in, then anyone who is a hindrance will be cut off. 
Anyone who is a hindrance will be cut off. Praise the Lord. So I want us to judge that enchantment. I want us to judge that enchantment. I want us to ask the Lord, overrule them. The people belong to you. The people are yours. The people do not belong to the pastors. I don't own anybody. I didn't die for anybody. I didn't go to the cross for anybody. Even my own children, I don't own them. They belong to the Lord. I want you to pray. I want you to call, judge that enchantment, judge that divination. Can we rise up? Can we hold our hands together as a church? Can we pray in tongues? You that make the divine as mad. We ask, so oh God, that the people are delivered from bewitchment. In the name of Jesus, the people are delivered from the churches. To the general masses, from bewitchment, from divinations. I could see Rabakana. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Mikata Makuma, Nembrokobaganamata, Nembrokanamaganamagaria, Nembrokanamagaria. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We're singing to pray the same prayer, but we are in a strategic time. Sorry, I'm talking very fast because I'm actually fast. All right. So we are in a strategic time. I think it's on the fourth that is Yom, Yom Kippur in, you know, in, the, in the Hebrew calendar. Yes, Jesus Christ has come as a sacrifice of atonement. But because the Lord gave them those dates, those times are like open doors in the spirit. Just like your birthday is an open door. The day you gave birth is an opening in the spirit. That's how those dates that God gave them is an opening. And one of the significance of that day is called the day of the opening of the books. Like a new book is open. And it's also that period that the Lord judges the wicked from the earth, except they repent. In the book of Job, I think it was um, Elihu that was saying that God took it took it took the end of the head and shake off the wicked. I want us to pray, except they repent. There is space for repentance, but we take advantage of this window that those that have said that the Lord will not see his people and his people will not see him, that he will shake them out. He will shake them out. He will shake them out. The people that have caused God's children 
to be like Baal worshippers. That they don't know their God anymore. They don't know the voice of the Father anymore. They don't know how to seek God anymore. They don't know the difference between God and fallen idols. That the Lord accepts they repent. We shake them off the earth. He will shake them off the earth. He will shake them off the earth. So that the people of God will be free to serve the Lord. To seek the Lord. To follow the Lord. Open the book of remembrance of all their wickedness. Men of God are operating divination. Men of God are operating witchcraft. Men of God are operating manipulation. That turn your people away from you. Except they repent. We ask that you take the hands of the earth and shake them off. Nembo kopa riyarabaka, neko pakata diyadaka, nembo kopa kata diyadaka. We sakotayira begadabaya, narabako siyatayana. Jesus name. One more prayer. Um, I want us to plead the blood of Jesus over the atmosphere of Nigeria. Because it's in the airways they release those things, that witchcraft. I know there are people that are not under God. A lot of people in Nigeria are not under God. That's why they can they can fall into it. You know, it's not just about the money they give to them. It's that they release those things in the atmosphere. I remember when we were praying towards the primary election. And the prayer, when, when this other man won in his party, the Lord began to tell me that these are some of my, my children are queuing behind these politicians. Some of my children. So they, they make your prayers ineffective. Can we follow that prophecy? Can we release the storms of the Holy Spirit? Can we release the storms of the Lord? We release the storms of the Lord. Out of our bellies, we release the storms. Out of my belly, the storms within and the storms without. The storm of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you are the storm of God's justice, the storm of God's judgment. We release the storm.
voice of God. The storms. The storm from above. The storms from God. The storms in our belly. Jesus, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus, Jesus. Now, Jesus, Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Jesus, Jesus. I hear. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I felt the word of God to receive. Can I read it? Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Jesus, I find Arabakashita. Arabokosite, Arabahate, Zeviaka. Marabokosike, Sitsa, Kalatea. I see, I hear in my spirit that we enter the season of storms, of great storms. And these storms will be marked with physical storms. Even physical hurricanes, like we see in the world. And Jesus is saying that I raise you up as a covering. I raise you up as a covering. I raise you up that your altar will speak to the cosmos. That your altar will bring a covering. That your altar will bring a covering. For I have put my storms on your inside. So you release it against the enemy. I see a The enemy is not stronger than you. The enemy is not stronger than you. The voice of the enemy is not stronger than your voice. I have given to you authority. Take the airways. I said, take the airways. Take the airways. Take the airways. Stop the diseases. Stop that disease. Stop that disease. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop that disease. Stop it. Hey. Hey. I want us to receive strength. Actually, when you start, immediately you came, the, when I called you to come and start your ministration, I, I was standing here, facing here, and I heard the, the Lord say, release the strength of the Lord over her. Release the strength of the Lord over her. Um, because of man, human protocol, which I, I try to avoid as much as possible. But that, that, I didn't do that then because I wanted to allow the protocol of the prayers to go on until that right time. I, I think this is the right time. And I, I perceive that strength is not only for you, 
It's for each and every one of us. It's for each and every one of us. Because the word the Lord gave me as I stood before God this morning is tenacity in spiritual warfare. That's the word he gave me this morning. Tenacity in spiritual warfare. Good. Good. So we're speaking forth the word of the Lord. I want to prophesy. I want to declare. I want to summon the angels that came into this meeting that is going to stand over each and every one of you to release a spirit, a strength, an authority over you. In the name of Jesus, we're calling for the dominions of God. You know, thrones are not only satanic. There are thrones of God. There are dominions of God. There are principalities of God. There are powers of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call these entities into this meeting right now. In the name of Jesus. And that you sit over every single child of God here physically and those who are watching online. We call for the strength of God over you. We call for the strength of God over you. I call for the strength of God over you. I call for the strength of God over you. I call for the strength of God over you. I call for the strength of God over you. I call for the strength of God over you. I call for the strength of God over you in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray in other tongues. Pray in other tongues. Baba. 
Ribo soko tanda la bababa. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up my hands and I judge spells of weakness, spells of slumber by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, we break those spells. I break those spells. I break those spells. I break those spells. I break those spells. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. You will not be a weak church. You will not be a weak church. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Sister, I mean, before you round up your prayer, I'm just going to pray. In one or two minutes, ask the Lord for the Aaron and the Hor and the Moses to steward this season until the season comes to an end completely. But we're going to pray one prayer for yourself. For every woman that is here, this is a, woman, a women's meeting. If you're a husband here, pray for your wife, pray for your daughters. That the Lord should make us wise to understand the hearts of our husbands. Amen. Make me wise. Do you know, I'm, I'll be married... That my son is 32, so I've been married 33 years. Francis is a, was born exactly one year, less than one year after I got my pure honeymoon. Nine months or ten months he was out. Praise the Lord. But there are still some things my husband will say and I don't get it. I'm not able to get his heart. Right? There are still some things I want us to pray that, Lord, let that wisdom rest upon me. So that every woman, every girl, if you're a single girl, you're not yet married, call for it. Call for it. Hallelujah. There is the understanding of the heart of a husband and there is the wisdom to know what to do. Two things. Both of them. I want us to pray. In the name of Jesus, pray. Father, give me the heart. Give me... Plant wisdom inside of me today, today, today. When he coughs, I will know what he's saying. When he sneezes, I will know what he's saying. When he says yes, I will know. When he says no, I will know. In the name of Jesus. Recently, my husband told me, you don't know what I'm going through. I said, what are you going through? What are you going through? He said, you don't know. You have no idea. I said, tell me. And he didn't talk. But the Lord can tell me. The Lord can show me. I went with you to a matriarch. And she said she fasted for two weeks so that the Lord will grant her grace not to say the wrong word. Oh, thank you, Father. 
Ajuda, duda, 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 diga da bayende, guda ria da baba zota. Ju pasika la baba baba Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Every woman here is a wise woman. We receive wisdom. We receive wisdom. Every woman here is a wise woman. Every daughter here is a wise daughter. If you are a daughter, you're sitting in your father's house, you will learn the heart of your father because he's your covering. Every daughter here is a wise daughter. Oh, my father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Sister Yemi, please, in two minutes. Moses, Aaron, her, God raised for us. Raised for us until this season. We go past this season. There's a lot happening in this season. You know? It's not only in the political era, er, um, 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 realm or segment, whatever. Praise the Lord. for those outside. The Lord will make us so. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will cause our eyes to open to see where we can come in, where we can lift the hands of the righteous men that needs our help. I want us to begin to just say that, pray that prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we present ourselves before you as a body, as women, as mothers, as daughters, oh God. We call upon your name and we are asking this afternoon in the name of Jesus that Lord, we make us helpers. That's what you created us to be. You said you wanted us to be helpers, Lord. Today, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh God, that you will make us errands, oh God. You will make us horse, oh God. You will make us Moses, oh God. In the name of Jesus. These are the ones that brought to birth that which you wanted to do in the, in the, in the history of Israel, in the life of the Israelites. Father, this day in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh God. Make us, oh God, Moses, oh God, I yet 
Rakete sakadaza. Rakata suke dede. Rakata soke dede. That we pass after you to bring your will to pass. That we do the things that pleases you, not to please man. Rashike dede dede dede. Make us like Aaron, oh God, the priest of the Lord. Rashika tasandada. Rakata suko dododo. Marakata sika dadada. Arikata suko dodo. Ikete sika dada. That stood in his office to do that which you wanted him to do. Marakata suke dede. Ikarabapapapasa. Zarakata zu. Zu makata za. Rekete sakada. Akata sike dede. Make us like her. Hayajanda riba baba. Ikadadadadadadada. Roto suke dede. Zonakata sada. Ikatata suke dede. Hashakata suke baba. Halekekeke saya. Hushukalara baba baba saya. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Examine yourselves. Your attitudes. Your motives. Examine yourself. Take heed. Do not take this as a normal church program. Don't live here. With that attitude. Judgment has gone out. You will not be a casualty. Amen. I will not be a casualty. Amen. Take heed. Take heed. Take heed. I will leave, read this scripture and I will, I will leave here. That was the scripture the Lord gave to me as I sat down. Wednesday daddy was saying um, no hindrance. Uh, Shile, no hindrance. And Sister Tokpes said something, and everything was tying up. He says, you must catch the trembling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. Or they raid our budding vineyards of love to ruin what I have planted within you. Take heed. Praise the Lord. Um, Sons of Solomon. I don't have my glasses, chapter 2. Please, Lydia, can you show 15. Sons of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15. And that's the TPT. Really take heed. We should be afraid. Reverence for the Lord. Don't take this as any other thing. Especially when you come to this company where the word of God is just frequent. It's like, okay, Sister Chiri has started talking again. Today is a special day like no other. Take heed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hallelujah. Can we sit? Ali, if there's, no, if there's no one here, can we? I don't want any empty seat in front of me at all. It will drive away my anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please, can I get my iPad from the media room? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, I don't want to talk too, too much today, by the grace of God. 
just want to share one or two things, um, things that are happening in our midst prophetically. Praise the Lord. Um, Pastor Adeyemi, Pastor Mrs. Adeyemi, please come and sit here. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Precious Amos, come and sit here. Oh, is anyone here? Your daughter is there. Okay. Come, come and sit here. Oh, you have a baby now. Sit, stay where you are. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Pastor Clever, come and sit here. It doesn't matter. Come and sit here. Who owns that scarf? Is that your scarf? Okay, give her your scarf. And in this place, we don't have camera. Okay, we have. <laughs> I thought all our cameras were from the back. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, um, I don't know how many of us attended the last conference, the Watchman Conference, online or physically. God bless you. Thank you so much. And um, the Lord gave us specific instruction. I believe that word is for this community. Praise God. And our intention is to carry the same word into every part of this community where we minister. Praise God. And these are the words the Lord spoke to. The Lord said to us specifically, he said, we have finished the first seven years of ministry and we have begun the next seven years of ministry. And when I heard that word, I was standing here, I had to ask, I said, when did we, I had to do the mathematics. I said, when did the fellowship start? When did we come here? And when did the fellowship start? And we calculated and it was exactly seven years gone and we are in the beginning of the next seven years. So I knew that the Lord was not lying. Praise God. And then, he said also, he, he, he said by prophetic demonstration, what do I mean by prophetic demonstration? He sent saints, witnesses into the meeting to confirm the words that were being spoken. And for the benefit of those who lack understanding, um, please don't bother, don't trouble yourself about the names of those who came, old saints, saints who are dead. There are many believers that wrestle with the fact that when believers gather for a meeting, they will say they saw a Samuel, or they will say they saw a Paul, or they would, you know, and I've, I've, I've had a minister of, of the gospel in the north who was very troubled and said that that is false doctrine. It's not scriptural. Sorry? Yes, he said it's not scriptural. Um, if you listen to open book of two weeks ago, or last week, last week's open book, I took time to um, divide, to throw light into the fact that we are a spiritual people. We are not natural. We are not flesh alone. We are spirit, praise God. And we belong to a country. 
our, the name of our nation is Israel, Israel of God. And the name of our city is Zion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when I was a child, I didn't know there was Israel on the earth. I thought Israel was in heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> all the stories I read in the Bible, I thought they all happened in heaven. I never knew there was a physical nation, geographical nation on the earth called Israel. Hallelujah. So we are the Israel of God, according to the book of Romans, right? We are the spiritual Israel. We have become Jews. Now, we're not Jews by nature, by the natural blood that flows in our veins. We're Jews by spiritual birth. Now, our spiritual birth is spiritual. Make no mistake about it. Okay? Your spiritual city is spiritual. Make no mistake about it. It's not physical. There is no physical city that you go to and say the kingdom of God has come here. It's not true. The kingdom of God right now is within you. You are carrying it. Praise the Lord. And you are meant to manifest it. How do you manifest it? By the life of the kingdom, by the demonstration of the power of the kingdom, and by the demonstration of the will of the Father. That's how you know the kingdom has come. Or that you are carrying the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, when God's children gather, he can gather them from every, any realm. I don't know what you heard, what I, if you heard what I said. I said when there is a call, when there is a summoning of God for his children, when he summons for his children, when he summons for elders in council, when he summons for, for, for uh, reasonings, right? Decisions. And he summons his children. He can summon them from any realm. So he can summon them from, the, from those who are in heaven and he can summon from those who are on the earth. Because the word of God declares, it says in the book of, of uh, Ephesians, right? For this cause, I what? Bow my knees to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom he, the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So it's one family. Some are in heaven, some are on the earth. It's like your family. Some are in America, some are in Nigeria. Some are in Canada, some are in Nigeria. So you, there's, a, there's something, a device called a telephone. And you use your telephone and you call for a meeting, a Zoom meeting. And those in Canada will come. And those in America will come. And those in Europe will come. And those in the village will come. Everybody will gather together over Zoom. Now, if Zoom can gather us together, in one place. How much more? The spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So in that meeting, um, many saints came here. But I want to talk about three. That their operations have been released to be active in our midst. Praise God. Or what they lived for. The pattern of what they taught. What they preached. What they brought to the earth. So the Lord gave us a seven years and then gave us a seven years curriculum to work with, to grow into, to become a certain type of man. Did you hear what I said? Huh? To become a certain type of man. The theme of that conference was um, the blueprint of Christ. Christ, the blueprint of the ages to come. Thank you so much. Because there is an age 
that is before us. There's an age, this present age is about to close. And there are signs all over the heavens and all over the earth, all over the earth, showing us, signifying that this present age is about to end. Now, everyone on the earth has an idea somehow that the world will come to an end. Both the unbelievers and the believers. In the time of Jesus, his disciples asked him, he said, Master, show us what shall be the signs of the end of the ages. Praise God. And he gave them all of those signs. So we know that we are sitting at the end of this age and there is the entrance of another age. Who is the man that will rule in that age? Because the whole issue about the earth is dominion. The issue in your house is dominion. Who is ruling? The issue over your children is dominion. Who is ruling over them? The issue over your own life is dominion. Who is ruling over your pleasures? Who is ruling over your heart? The issue over your body is dominion. Who is ruling over your body? Is it darkness or is it righteousness? The issue is the issue of dominion. It's dominion that has been in contention from creation. Every opposition you're facing, who is ruling over your business? Who is ruling over your business? Praise the Lord. A girl told me a story. She said that her mother's sister, her father's sister, after her parents got married, she hated her mother so much. Hated her mother so much that I think the mom had a boy and the baby died and they had a quarrel or something. And the woman hit her waist on the ground and swore that she will never have a son in this house. And she didn't have a son. She didn't have a son. So one day, one day in a Catholic, um, they are Catholics. So in a Catholic um, church, some of these young people that have babies, one just came and dumped, just came. The woman was sitting in the church and they just carried the baby and gave her. And the person who gave her the baby disappeared. And they searched and searched for the mother of the baby. So she adopted the baby as her own son. She died a few years after that. You see. So somebody sat and said, you won't have a son. Okay, you finally got one, right? Because you can have by adoption. There are many ways that we have children. Adoption is legal. Adoption is spiritual. Adoption is powerful. Adoption is real. It's your child. Praise God. So somebody also said, okay, so you finally, okay, you won't enjoy the boy. So the issue is dominion. Whose words will prevail? Whose oaths will prevail? Yours or theirs? That's the issue. That's the battle. It's dominion. Righteousness or holiness, righteousness or wickedness, darkness or light. So as a child of God, you can't afford to be lukewarm. 
You can't afford to be lukewarm. Who was singing and said, Jesus said, I have fire. That's you, right? He said, Jesus said, I'm carrying fire. I have fire. I want to give it to you. He wants to give us the fire. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So God gave us blueprints of the kind of what to use, the building materials to use to raise the man that will appear in the next seven years. So I, I believe ministration has changed. Purpose has changed. Praise God. And I can tell you the truth, it's not going to be for everybody. It's not going to be for everybody. It's not going to be for everybody. Praise God. The prayer I prayed here today to raise a company of seekers. We prayed that prayer yesterday night at the vigil. To raise a company of those who seek the Lord with undivided attention. I'm not talking about those who seek things in the name of the Lord. And I'm not saying it is evil or bad to have things. But I'm talking about those who seek the Lord. Whose eyes will be single. Whose eyes will be focused. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, many of us have not always sought the Lord only. It's a training. It starts with a desire. It starts with a desire. So when you desire it, when you want it, the Lord will plant you where you will be trained to become that way. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord gave us three, sent, visited us with three um, old saints. Kenneth Hagin, John the Baptist, and Moses. Kenneth Hagin, John the Baptist, and Moses. And what I received when that happened was that the Lord was giving us a building pattern on what to put inside of people. Praise God. So that they will become a certain type of men at the end of seven years. And at the fellowship on Saturday, what I asked us was, how many of you have been able to look into this next seven years the Lord spoke about? And have you been able to picture the kind of man you will become at the end of seven years? And if you've been able to picture that kind of man, have you asked the Lord what to do to become that type of man? Because otherwise, you'll be the same type of man that you are right now after seven years. Seven years just goes like this. Seven years just goes like this. So I want to give us a moment to just roll it over my mind. What kind of a man, what kind of a woman do I want to be between now and the next? At the end of seven years, what type of man would I be before the Lord? What type of man would I be before the Lord? Praise God. Rich man. Someone's thoughts right now. I caught it. I caught it. 
Hallelujah. Now the first person the Lord showed us, I want to finish this thing in 20 minutes. God help me. <laughs> I want us to close early today. Praise God. Hallelujah. The first person the Lord showed us was Kenneth E. Higgin. And like I said, don't trouble yourself about the man. What did Kenneth Higgin bring? Life in the word. Hmm? Life in the world. Life in the world. How to live by the word of God successfully. How to live by the word of God successfully. We went to minister somewhere on Saturday. And where I was called to speak on relationships and marriage and all that. And when I was talking, I quoted a scripture. I said, the Bible says that a woman should not leave her husband. That is in the scripture. A woman should not leave her husband. And a man should not send his wife away. And a man also should not leave his marriage. Right? Praise the Lord. And I said, the Bible says, if for any reason she departs, he says she should remain what? Unmarried. Or, he gave us two options. Remain unmarried. Or be reconciled to your husband. The lady who was administering the conference said, where is that in the scriptures? Ask me, where is that in the scriptures? Don't say, huh? Do you, you have the privilege of reading your Bible because you're in a community like this. Many of us, before we got here, we were not reading Bible. We were just going to church and listening to pastor's messages. And then we go home. And then we pick Isaiah 54. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Those that rise up against me for my sake, they shall fall. <laughs> Very important scripture. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I've said it here before. I said a couple came to my house and the man brought the woman because the woman was threatening to leave. And I said, can't you see what the scripture is saying? That a woman should not leave her husband. And she said, I've never seen it before. And we opened the scripture and I showed her. But opening the scripture to show us is not enough. Huh? Something has to be built inside to give strength to accept the scripture and then to labor my life to align with the scriptures. Praise God. Hallelujah. So God wants us to build our life on the word. That's the beginning. That is not the end. Now what has happened is that many people have been able to journey this far. To be able to build their life on the word. And we have, we think it is the end of the building. We think it is the end of the building. I, can, I trust God for my finances. I'm able to do that successfully. I trust God with my health. I'm able to do that successfully. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Now the rest, they think that is the peak. That is not the peak. That is the beginning. That is the foundation. Praise God. So first of all, I want us to hammer that into ourselves. God wants me built up on the word. God wants my life built on the word. That means that every expression of life that I give must be a reflection of God's word. It must be a reflection of God's word. I was chatting with one of my daughters and we were talking about harsh leaders, harsh, you know, uh, 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 leaders generally. Okay, if you're a leader, a CEO, you are very harsh, your drivers fear you, everybody fears you, everybody, and they seem to have it working with their servants. Unlike those who are not harsh. And she was like, but that's the result of that one is good, though. It's good. Because they do what you want. And then I pulled out a scripture where Jesus said, you don't rule like them. Right? When she read through that scripture, she said, cut. It's better we follow the word of God, though. <laughs> it's better we follow the word of God, though. Praise God. So ability to follow the word of God when it's palatable and when it's not palatable. Now, it's a training. It's a training. We have not always been that way. Sometimes we hear the word of God, we say, let, 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 let that one wait first. I'm coming. Let that one wait first. I'm coming. Praise God. But the word of God inside of you will build you up. That's what the word of God comes to do for you. To build you up. Nothing else. To build you up. To build you up. To become. That's why the scripture says, let the word of God dwell in you, what? Richly, 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 richly. Let the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it means that the pattern of my life going forward now is that when we meet one another, what do we do with one another? We admonish one another. We share the word with one another. We share the word with one another. It becomes part of our gist. Not just talking about the bag. Sister Yemi's bag is beautiful, green. Her dress is beautiful. So when we finish, wait, oh, your slippers too. Everything is matching. Where did you buy this material? What, which bag is this? Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So our lives become a life of the word. When we meet one another, we encourage one another with the word. Speaking to ourselves. They're not talking about pastor preaching. 
They're talking about when brethren come together, when I come to visit, when husband and wife lie down together, when siblings are together, when sisters are talking, when brothers are talking, we admonish one another with the word. We encourage one another with the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the thing is, if you do not receive the, the instructions, you will not become. If you will not practice the rudiments, you will not become that person that you want to be. Even if you want to be a rich man at the end, of, if that is your own allocation, it's okay. Right? If that is what you have chosen. Because I found that God doesn't force anybody. God doesn't force us. God has a goodie bag. And inside that bag is him. There's one of the goodies there called Christ. There's another goodie there called Holy Spirit. <laughs> eh? There's another goodie inside that, ball, that bag called the glory of this world. There's another goodie inside that bag called money, riches. It's all there. There's another goodie inside that bag called academic powers, excellence. And then they will shake the bag and they are bringing it to us. Choose, choose. And nobody has ever chosen wrongly. And Jesus said, why? I found that the Lord is, is tough. Nobody. How do I know? When Mary and Martha were before him, he knew what Mary was doing. He also knew what Martha was doing. But he never said to Martha, leave what you're doing and come and join your sister. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. He just left her. He said, ah, Martha, <laughs> you're just saying kumar about with much things. Eh? <laughs> but Mary has found the good part and nobody can take it from her what he was saying is that you cannot take it from her you can't tell her to leave where she is to come and join you no one can take it from her and he didn't say why don't you come and join her he just ended the discussion I wonder why he's like that and it has taught me some things recently. When I had that revelation, it has taught me some things about how to pursue after people. And sometimes we just leave men. You know? Concerning Ephraim, he said, Ephraim is what? Joined to his idols. He said, leave him alone. You can't separate a man from his idols. He has to willingly put his idols down before you can touch him. You can't separate a man from his idols. When a man is joined to an idol, the only job you can do over his life is pray for him. Pray for him. If you try to force him, empty, there will be, be problems. There will be crisis. Some of the idols are babies. We suck them. You know, we nurse them. I don't mean natural babies. I mean they are so tender to those who are carrying it that you dare not touch. Have you, do you, can you try touching a woman's two-month-old baby? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Now, it is this thing we build into ourselves 
that would cause us to ride the wind of life. In the Lamb's Wife, there are some people that when they join the program, they are not able to function. When you ask them why, crisis of life everywhere, trouble everywhere. And I said, the solution to the crisis is, is here. What they will teach you here, when you learn it, you can be able to steady that rocky boat a bit. Even if things don't disappear automatically, at least the heart will be stable. The heart will be stable because the stability of the heart is critical. The stability of the heart is critical. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's hard. It's hard. It's a wind. You can't. Colossians chapter 3. I wrote these scriptures down. And I want to open them because this is the instruction. Okay, I've read that. Colossians 3. Philippians 2. Sorry? Colossians 3, 16. I want to read from verse 14 of Philippians chapter 2. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. This instruction is for everybody. It's not only for women. Right? Inwardly, you are disputing. Inwardly, you are striving inside. You are quarreling inside. You are hating the instructor inside. Bible says, do all things. When you are doing them, don't do it with disputing within you. And don't murmur. So that you may be what? Blameless. Do you see that? So that we may be blameless. Now women, this is very instructive for us because we have our husbands who are over us. And sometimes we follow them with disputings inside and with murmurings inside. And when you are doing that, you're not blameless. You are no longer blameless. That you may be blameless and harmless Sons of God without rebuke. Glory to God. Without rebuke. In a crooked and perverse generation. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. So this is, you know, going forward, we are going to trust the Lord to give us wisdom to build a people that are strong in the word who are dependent on the word of God. I believe that if you've journeyed with this company for a while you are there already. I believe so. Praise God. And then the Lord gave us an, another witness. John the Baptist. A lone life. 
alone in the wilderness. A life that is not very attractive. Now some of us, we're going to be built with wisdom to ensure that if the demand of God, the baptism, your allocation of baptism, what do I mean? If God has called you, that's what I mean. When I say the allocation of baptism, because baptism is not just putting us into water. Baptism is also answering your call. That's baptism, answering your call. A sister had a dream once, and she showed me that in that dream, she was alone. She saw herself. People and cars were moving fast. Everybody was moving in a certain direction, and only herself, lonely, on a road. And she was a bit confused. I said, no, don't be. God is just telling you you're going to be alone. You know, some people are alone. But not because of worldliness, not because of depression, not because of sadness, but because they have to be alone with God. A call where you are not, you cannot enjoy what others are enjoying. A call where your pleasures will be completely different. Where you will be called apart, aside, consistently and regularly. It's not an ordinary man that can answer that call. But God is saying that some of the men that would arrive at the end of seven years, their lives will be after this pattern. So in building this pattern of men, you know, you can come here one day and you see only three people. Because it's not a very palatable life. Right? It's not. It's not. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then, the pattern of Moses, who is like the pattern of Christ, Men that will be raised into their full stature of Christ. Isn't that what we're all running for? Right? That we may become Christ on the earth. And God is saying, in seven years, it has been put before us. The weak among us will become like David. And the Davids among us will be like the angel of the Lord. So my, 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 my... My deep question is, before God is, what should I be doing on a daily basis? I'm talking to you, right? What should I be doing on a daily basis? Life now has become very intentional. Life has become very, very intentional. Life is no longer, you wake up and you move. No. Teach me to number my days. That what? I may apply my heart to what? To wisdom. So there is a type of a being, a type of a woman, a type of a man that has been sold to us. A company. A company of people. It is a company. Glory to God. 
And God is intending, God's intention, God has intents. That at the end of this season, you will appear before the Lord like this. Some of you raised fully with God's word. Some of you raised fully, baptized into your callings, into your lot. And some of us, not you, some of us, raised fully, you have become dead men. These dead men that are Christ. Men who are alive cannot be Christ. The training to be a dead man is a tough training. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So with this focus, with this before us, God wants you to be tenacious in warfare because Satan is not going to watch you get there. He will try to scuttle your journey. If you are feeling sleepy, stand up. The message I'm preaching is too powerful for you to be sleeping. Don't leave your house. Come here and sleep. What did you gain? Attendance? We don't need attendance. That's not what we're looking for. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're looking for sons of God. We're looking for seekers. Looking for gardens to plant. So you must be tenacious. You must be ready now for spiritual warfare. You know, we always think that spiritual warfare has only to do with sicknesses and diseases. Of course, there's a place for that. And that is what being built on God's word will do for you. Because a baby Christian will appear before Jerry Eze and they will pick word of knowledge. But you, born again, 15 years, 20 Every day, Jerry is prophesying, prophesying. Nothing is happening. You are wondering why. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You say amen 17 times. Say amen 14 times. Say amen 20 times. Why? Because at this time, you ought to be teachers. No, there's only reason. There's not a reason. At this time, you ought to be teachers. So, God is expecting that you will plow the field. You should have been taught how to plow. You should have been taught how to plow. You should have been taught what to do. You should have learned what to do from the beginning. You should have learned to fast from the beginning. Learned to pray all night from the beginning. Learn to look Satan in the eyes and say, you will not come here. You will not do this here. And stay there. Minutes. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Because sometimes when the enemy comes against us, only a card, you know. That's an evil language. Heavy Igbo language. He tightens his belt. He gets ready. He wants to fight to finish.
He said, this thing will not move. Sometimes they will use human beings and plant them. Like the woman I talked about, right? Praise God. An altar should be raised where such a woman will die. She either repents or she dies. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, look, there are consequences for breaking the laws of God. There are consequences. Praise God. There are consequences. When, the Amal when Amalek struck Israel, listen to me, when Amalek struck Israel and God... <laughs> After that battle of Joshua, just before Moses died, God came to Moses and said, hey, you remember what the Amalekites did to you? Eh? You remember what Balaam, the Moabites, what they did to you? How Balak hired Balaam to prophesy against Israel and to introduce seduction so that you will sin against me so that I will destroy you. Arise, go and destroy them. Moses didn't pray, Father, Come and deliver us from the Moabites. Come and judge the Moabites. Moses was on his own. The battle had long been fought. And the children of Israel had entered into idolatry because of the advice, the counsel that Balaam gave to Balak to seduce the children of Israel so that they can eat food offered to idols. But God remembered that it was someone that made my people sin against me. He doesn't forget that. You think God has changed? Who told you he changed? Because Jesus came. Jesus came to stamp, to fulfill the law. He came to stamp, establish who God is. He's still like that till tomorrow. He's still like that till tomorrow. So, a believer knowing, understanding these principles of God, this powers of God, permit me to use that word, must be tenacious. You must be determined. You must be determined in every course of your life, every aspect, in your health, be determined. In your finances, in your business, be determined. Who says that someone who is on fire for God should be poor? Who, who did that mathematics? Who did that mathematics? Where did we get that mathematics from? Someone sold that mindset to us. And let me tell you the truth, eh? When you receive a mindset before it leaves you, it's a lot of battle. It's a lot of battle. It can take years. What a mindset you took, it took you six months to acquire. Maybe you even just entered into a meeting and you heard it from a man of God you respect. That's it. It will sit there and start contending with your life. Contend it with your life. And you'll be wondering why. It's a mindset. Who told you? So yes, I know that godliness is contentment with great gain. Great gain but I have read the covenant where we came from. I have read where it was established for us. There is nowhere where the covenant says that because I love Jesus, because I love the Lord, Therefore, it translates to poverty. It's not in God's word. Neither is it in God's word that I should be covetous. Neither is it in God's word that I should seek this world. 
So what is it that is in God's word? What is in his word? What did he say in his word? He says, seek me. Is that not what he said? Seek me. She, Shile was asking, she said, she, she was asking like, how do I seek him? What do I seek him? Seek him. And I said to you, I said, if you don't know what to say when you come into the place of prayer, with a sincere heart and a pure heart, tell him, I seek you. It's you that I seek. It's you that I want to know. It's you that I want to hear. Now when you seek him in truth, when you seek him with all your heart, the Bible says you will find him. You will find him. When you find him, he will talk to you. He will instruct you. He will talk to you about every aspect of your life. And as he's talking to you, be doing what he's telling you to do. He's taking you somewhere. Don't bother that you are not getting instant results. No, 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 no. The cure, the power, the glory is in the obedience. Of what he's saying daily to you. Praise God. So are you going to position yourself. In a manner. That he will be able to speak to you. That you will not have confusion of faces. You will not be confused. Praise God. So you know sometimes when some things get a bit tough for me. I just run to the word. I just go back to the word quickly. What am I doing with the word? I'm refreshing my mind. I'm instructing my mind. This is what God's word says. This is what God's word says. This is what God's word is saying to me. God's word cannot lie. God's word cannot be a lie. God's word cannot fail. I can fail, but the word of God cannot fail. So I labor in that word. Labor in it. Labor in it. How do you labor in the word? You just read it over and over again. You meditate on it. You talk to yourself about it. You confess it to yourself. You write it before you. You declare it. You pray in tongues over it. You are laboring in that word. Now out of that word, a sword will come out. Out of that word, a warrior will come out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? Out of that word, a sword will come out. A rhema will come out. A word of the Lord that will push back the enemy will come out. Thank you, Jesus. So we must be tenacious in spiritual warfare. We must be tenacious in spiritual warfare. We must make up our minds in spiritual warfare. And having done all to stand, we must what? Stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. We must stand consistently. There is no retreat. There is no surrender. We must stand. As long as you're standing, there's no power strong enough to push you down. As long as you're standing. When you stand, what I mean by standing is that you're standing on the word. Yes. You're standing on God's word. You have a resolution in your mind. 
Because what the winds of life, what the winds of life come to do is to cause you to waver and to wonder. You waver and you waver. But why? But why? But why? The Bible says nothing wavering. Hmm? Nothing wavering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to pray. Just briefly. We go on a break. We'll come back for just 30 minutes, one hour of interactions and questions. Hallelujah. We've already received strength. We've already received strength. The strength we received is not physical strength. It's strength in the inner man. And I would dare to tell you also, even physical strength. Physical strength can come from the word of God. Physical strength can come from meditation. Physical strength can come by the declaration of God's word. I'm not telling you things that are alien to me. That's how come the sick is raised. Because strength comes. I want you to look at where the enemy is tossing you up and down now. Which aspect of your life that, you know, the enemy is tossing up and down. And make up your mind that in this thing, you cannot have your way. You cannot have your way in this matter. If you have the word of the Lord spoken to you, I want you to bring that word of the Lord out before you right now. This is what the word of the Lord is saying. This is what the word of the Lord has spoken. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I call forth your angels in the name of Jesus that came for this meeting this morning to minister to your people. Minister to us, O oh God. Minister to us, O oh God. Azumale katana Someone is saying, do angels do that? Ezoga ze gada gaba bazuko tandari gaba zonta. Eze gade gada gaba basoko tanagaba bazota. Ezoga denda guza gara da gaba zuta yala baba. Ajuba ze gende gebo zoko tanababa. 
Ale gada gada gaba bazuko tendere dege bozota. Ezo bazi ganda gaba bazuko tana bayande dege bozota. Ezo baze gana gaba bazoko tanda lai gaba. Ezo baze gada gada gaba bazuko tendere dege bozota. Ezo bazi gede gede bozuko tari bashika tana baba. Ezo bazanda leka pasaka na baba shande. Oh, hallelujah. And he came out and went and as he was wont to the Mount of Olives and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, pray that you do not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed saying, Father, if it is your will, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. But for this to happen, you have to make a choice. Thank you, Father. The journey before you looks stronger than you. But you are poised to take that journey with God. God will send his angel today to strengthen you. Father, I call for the angel of the Lord to strengthen us. To strengthen me. To strengthen us. In the name of Jesus. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. So when the strength of the spirit came, what did he do? He prayed some more. He didn't leave the prayer closet. Some of you didn't get what I said. When that angel came and strengthened him and gave him boldness and courage to take the journey, he didn't get up and leave. Bible says he prayed some more. Brother, sister, you need to pray some more. Masakantali barabashakata. Ligadakapa. Let the weak say I'm strong. It is compulsory for you to receive strength. Otherwise you can't make it. That's the truth. It is compulsory for you to receive strength. Otherwise you cannot make it. And you cannot receive strength if all you do is receive prayer from people. You will learn to pray for yourself. You will learn to push yourself ahead. You will learn to dig the word for yourself. You will learn to apply the word to yourself. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we receive strength. A spiritual journey, a marital journey, a financial, whatever it is, we receive strength to take this word and push it and force it in our lives. So that we can move forward. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want us to take a short break for like 30 minutes. And then we'll come back to pray. We'll take issues one by one. We'll be out in one hour. When we return, one hour will be over.
Praise God. One, I don't want us to go, but I want us to leave early. I think on our um, schedule, we plan to close by 3 p.m. So we'll close even before 3, by the grace of God. Praise God. I want us to come back, get some little strength. I think we'll have some fruits or water, whatever it is that you can have. Or just go ease yourself, stretch your legs, and come back, and then we will pray for ours. You know the way we prayed for Nigeria? With strength, right? Right now, everybody's a bit tired. Well, but I want us to just refresh ourselves a bit, come back, and then we'll pray for ourselves and pray for this company. That thing God wants to do in your life, he will do it. In the name of, we will join hands for God to do what he has proposed to do in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Um, fullness, please, can you find out what, where they are with? It's ready. Okay, where is it? Hebron or Samuel Hall? Samuel Hall. Okay, so, please, there are some light refreshments, watermelon, water, nuts. In 30 minutes, please be back here by 10 minutes to 2. 10 minutes to 2. By 5 minutes to 2, we will pray. Sorry? We should just continue. Okay, those who want to continue can continue. I think some people might want to take a break. A short break. <laughs> no, nobody should go home. Nobody should go home. We're going to close by 3, I promise you. I don't have any more words to say. No more preaching. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's me again, Chinere. I'm inviting you to join me for a night and a day of incense, of prayer, of, of equipping with the word and interaction, joy, hallelujah, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. On the 2nd of October, it is a long weekend um, we'll be having because of a public holiday that will be on Monday. So on the 2nd of October, which is a Sunday night, we would have a Zoom prayer meeting for ourselves and our nation. Our nation uh, is at a critical stage right now. And your destiny is, is important also, being that you are here. So two things we're going to be um, burning incense for our nation and our destiny. And then the next day is Monday would be our usual day conference of the kingdom praying women of course there'll be more prayers interaction hallelujah we'll look into the word we'll build up ourselves we'll ask questions we've been dealing with issues that have to do with health issues that have to do with family issues that have to do with finances we're going to trust the lord to give us a blueprint navigate the day for us in a manner that whoever comes would be blessed will live with light hallelujah let not the oppressed return ashamed hallelujah direction will be provided healing for the body healing for the soul for the emotions very important at this time direction for life praise god so i look forward to seeing you sunday night meeting is is a zoom meeting it's an online meeting online prayer meeting please look out for the links on our platforms 
And then Monday is a live interactive meeting at the cave. The last two meetings have been awesome. Don't miss it. I look forward to seeing you on Monday.